0: Hello and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild with our co hosts A.J. Oxley, Paranormal Investigator with Beyond This Life Paranormal and Multi-Generational Paranormal Enthusiast, and Lynn Tencher, Beyond This Life Paranormal Investigator, Reiki Master, Published Author, and Near-Death Experiencer. Travel with them, a couple of everyday weirdos on a wild ride to all things paranormal and metaphysical. Coming up on Weirdos in the Wild, AJ and Lynn have a howling good time discussing the Dog Man, also known as the Man Animal. Stay tuned.
1: Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, Present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying a notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Madison County's past. Do
0: you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, Or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the latest episode of Weirdos in the Wild. I'm AJ. And I'm Lynn. And tonight we are going to talk about, well, one of my favorite cryptids. We're going to talk about, not Bigfoot, that is my favorite. <laughs> My second favorite, we're going to talk about Dog Man. And the reason we're going to talk about Dog Man is because Dogman scares the crap out of me. <laughs> He's the I cryptid do. I don't want to run into.
0: Yeah, I, I can understand that one, especially after looking at some of these pictures.
2: So um, we're going to jump into it. Um, first of all, thank you for letting us have a week off because um, we're going to talk about um, what we've been up to and been really busy so we can get some more content and that's coming soon so and uh so other than that we're going to jump into it here and talk about the dog man um lynn you want to give us a little bit of what you found about the history of the dog man we'll start out that way
0: sure for those who are curious and wanting to know what a dog man is it's pretty much exactly what it says a dog man um it's an alleged cryptid or mythological creature that's part dog and part man it's also known as a deity that is also part dog and part man. So, you know, pretty easy to figure out what a dog man is. Comes from Native American lore going back thousands of years. You know, there's part of a warlike tribe that could turn themselves into whatever they want and chose wolves because, well, they're scary. Um, it's all, they're also known as their spiritual protector of the Native American burial grounds. They've been seen as six to seven feet tall blue or amber eyes they're bipedal which means you know they walk on two feet then they're obviously a canine-like animal covered in fur with a human-like torso and a dog's head has a human-like scream so if you're hearing somebody scream in the woods especially in like northern michigan (laughs) you might want to think twice about what it is um i found did find one thing that they appear every 10 years or so or every 10 years on a year that ends in 7 however i will say i've been hearing that people are seeing them more and more every year not just years that end in 7
2: yeah and you can they even go back further and we you and i talked about this a little bit earlier and we talked about them in egyptian times mm-hmm. with the god anubis which is um you know in egyptian times there was a lot of different um man Dog, cat, different types of creatures.
0: Hybrid things. Yes,
2: yeah. and the Sphinx.
0: Yeah,
2: is, is part man, part cat, right? Right. It's probably the most famous. Um, Anubis is the dog-like uh, creature that is in a lot of Egyptian hieroglyphics, and um, it has a what we would think of as a canine head, and then a completely a complete body of a man or a woman, and the belief is that that god. When a person in Egypt passed away, that god took them to the other side and led them into death. Um,
0: so, kind of like the Grim Reaper.
2: Kind of, yes. Kind of. Um, or almost maybe a protect. You know, you could think of it maybe as a protector taking them to the other side as well. Maybe. But that was another one that's in history. And uh, I did come up with a lot of the. Um, the Native Americans, which talk, which you know, some of the Native Americans believe that they are also the Skinwalkers, mm-hmm. and I know that's something you're into, is Skinwalkers. Um, yeah,
0: Skinwalker Ranches, but that's more about UFOs. Um, but yeah, Skinwalkers are an interesting.
2: Yes, and thing. shapeshifters. Yes, um, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Shit shift. <laughs> I can say it, we'll leave that in because that's gonna be funny because she's gonna <laughs> laugh at me. Shift Shape Shifters. And uh, uh okay. Uh, and skinwalkers. Shape shifters and skinwalkers. Say that one quick right. Okay. Um, but they're also different um I found out doing some more research on this that there are like different types of of um, dogmen, and, and kind of through history they've been different types. Where you have almost a almost what you think of as a <clears throat> of a dog type of creature, something that's on all fours. Um, but then you also have the thing that is almost you know more man like. There's even some of these creatures that they say have the the body of what we think of as a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot with a dog's head. Yeah, now that's not scary.
0: That I wouldn't want to run into for <laughs> that's sure. That's not scary
2: in the woods, is it? A <laughs> Bigfoot dog. <laughs> um, yeah, so talk about some of these these creatures. And um, I think most of y'all that have listened to us before know that, that we're in Kentucky. And these creatures are here in Kentucky. Um, there's no doubt about that. We actually have one here that we call the, the beast of the LBL, which is the land between the lakes. It's a bipedal one and it almost has a, has this Sasquatch type body with the dog head. People say it's seven foot tall. Um, some of the other ones, the, um, the Michigan dog man or the beast of Bray Road, which we'll talk about later, being a 10 foot tall beast. And then we talk about dogmen that are on all fours that are two hundred to three hundred pounds each, you know, sixty-eight to seventy two inches tall. A German Shepherd is about thirty-six inches tall. So think big. of it think <laughs> of it that way. Yes, big.
0: Like the dire wolf in yeah. Game of Thrones.
2: Right. And you know, the, they're also meant to be, you know, very, very muscular very smart, almost human like in their in their um in their smarts. But instead of having, you know, one of the things that I found and we're gonna talk about later one of these encounters in Kentucky, is their hands. Their hands are almost human like, but are also known to have very everybody says they have very, very long fingers with very, very long claws on them. And they've also almost been explained to people like like almost like a raccoon's type of hand, where they can use it like that, like a, hum- like a raccoon can use its hand. Wow. We're going to get into a couple of the more famous sightings and um, cryptid beasts with two of the most famous. First, um, we want to talk about and say thank you to our sponsors.
0: Yes, we'd like to thank Hydra Publications and Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services. They've been sponsoring us since day one. Um, We want to make sure that we give them a shout out.
2: So why don't you tell us about the Michigan Dogman, which is kind of one of the more famous cases of of Dogman. And Michigan seems to be a hot spot for people seeing this creature.
0: Right, especially if you're in the northern, uh, lower peninsula area. But this one goes back to 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan. It's the Michigan Dogman. Um, Like I said, it's seen primarily in Northwestern Lower Peninsula. Um, Two lumberjacks saw it and described it as the, you know, six to seven foot tall, the blue and amber eyes, you know, walking on two legs, canine type thing with the fur and the human torso and all the stuff I mentioned earlier. That's not, you know, like you said, that's not the only sighting in Michigan. There was one in 1937 in Paris, Michigan. A man named Robert Fortney said that he was attacked by a pack of dogs, but one of the five dogs walked on two legs. Um, Authorities investigated both of these and in both instances, they only found large dog tracks. Um, But it is said that they could have been a wolf or a hybrid wolf that maybe had an injured leg or was missing a forearm or something which would cause it to walk on, on its hind legs. So that's a possibility.
1: Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect, drugs, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Madison County's past.
0: Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, We utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild. Before we return to our program, AJ and I would like to take a moment to remember my brother, John Tencher, co-founder of Beyond This Life Paranormal, and Alan Oxley, AJ's father. Both passed away just before we recorded our first episode. Each and every episode going forward, from this one on, will be in remembrance of them. Thank you.
2: Um, Another one of these more famous sightings it's called the the Beast of Bray Road. It was given a name uh, because it was a wolf-like creature that um, was allegedly reported to have been witnessed near the city of Elkhorn in Wisconsin. And it actually became part of the local folklore. Um, there were multiple books made on it. There was actually a documentary and a horror film made about this as well. <laughs> So I think there part of it is, is, you know, real. I think part of it may be just about the folklore. It's named for a, a rural farm road where supposedly these sightings happened. And a lot of these sightings happened in the 1980s and the 1990s. You know, there was a a lot of press made about this. You know, there was a lot of people that were skeptical. But there was also a, like I said, a documentary um, that that brought a lot of this to life, Um and again, in the eighties, they had several witnesses. Some of the things that they reported were very long scratch marks along the doors of their of their vehicles. So something was coming up at night and um, to these persons' houses and scratching down their vehicles. Um, one witness stated that she actually hit one of these creatures with her car. Um, she got out of the car to see what she had hit because she didn't know what she hit, supposedly. When she did, she thought she had hit a large dog or a wolf. But when she got out of the car to see what actually it was, she saw this large wolf-like creature with uh, red eyes that actually chased her back into her car, again leaving scratch marks on the doors as it tried to get back into the car when she got to the car. Something I did find about this, this creature is people see this at night, but they also see these creatures during the day. Uh, I looked at some statistics about it, and it's probably about 60, 40, 70, 30, where um, there's still a large amount where these people see these creatures during the day did you see any did you come across anything like that
0: um not that specified whether it was day or night but i did run across something that said that they've been known to come out of the woods
2: mm-hmm. that they're
0: really agile and they'll jump in front of cars and you know i ran into the same thing of scratching houses and tents it makes me wonder why why they would just come and scratch something were they trying to get their attention or trying to get in or yeah you know what's what's going on
2: yeah and they did say that you know that uh Like you said, they've seen these on all fours. There was, uh, in that area in Wisconsin, um, there was sightings of, you know, wolf-like creatures running across open fields. Um, There was uh, some reports of these creatures that were chasing deer. Um, There was reports of animals being um, missing. Some of them that did come up and were found uh, were partially eaten and only certain organs were removed from those carcasses. There's also another report where a person was driving and they saw one of these creatures uh, along the side of the road eating on basically roadkill. Ugh. And then supposedly as, it, as they approached with their car, it took off and into the woods. So it, and it was, that one, uh, there's a lot of that was going on there in that part of uh, Wisconsin for quite a while. Um, so that one became very famous, and because of, again, the the movies that that <laughs> came along with it, there's a couple of really famous sightings that have happened in Kentucky as well on e- on either side of the state. For those of you who are listening, the eastern part of Kentucky's mountains, the western part of Kentucky is very flat and a lot of farmland, very different types of topography. But there are strange things that happen in both of these parts of the of the state just not just not dog man, but lots of other cryptids, lots of paranormal activity in general. I was listening to a podcast well, actually, this came from the same podcast um the confessionals, the ones I've mm-hmm. talked about before um both of these gentlemen were on there, so both of these encounters were on the confessionals podcast. Um, with Tony Merkel, Tony, if you're listening, I love the podcast. We want to be part of your group sometime. <laughs> <laughs> We've added uh, you
0: as a friend on Facebook. Just in case
2: <laughs> you've talked about having your little group of people around Tennessee. Well, we can be in that little group of crazy people, and paranormal people. But anyway, there's two, um, and Tony's actually done a movie on, I uh, on one of them. and I think he's doing a movie on this other case, but, um, but these are pretty famous, and they've been on. These folks have, I think, been on some other podcasts as well. Again, strange stuff that happens in Kentucky. The first one was it was in a crazy account of a guy that um, was in Appalachia in Eastern Kentucky, and he was raccoon hunting using dogs to, as mm-hmm. raccoon hunting. Um, for those of you who are not familiar, basically, um, you run your dogs. The dogs get on the scent of a raccoon chase the raccoon, chase the raccoon up a tree. Right. Nothing out of the ordinary in Kentucky.
0: That's where the, you know, (laughs) coon hounds. Right. That's what they're for. Right.
2: So, um, this this kid was, I I believe he was 15 at the time, if I remember correctly, was hunting with his grandfather, and they were back at an old logging type of road, six miles away from a trailhead. Um, There was nobody else in that area. I mean, they were in the... The Daniel Boone National Forest. And if anybody's familiar with that area, it is old, old growth forest. It's not like it's been lumbered, timbered, whatever you want to call it, harvested. I used to
0: live in the middle of that one, too.
2: (laughs) It's it's old growth forest, and it's thick. They were running dogs, and the dogs had treed a, a raccoon. The grandfather stayed in the truck. The kid who was 15 went after the dogs because... If you've ever been around this, you know the dogs. When they start, there's a certain bark they have, and then you know that they've treated they've treated a rat cat. So they got he got out of the truck to go get them, and all at once um, they heard coyotes. Well, the coyotes were coming in. Well, the coyotes were looking for a free meal. Obviously, mm-hmm. they they knew the dogs had something treed, and they were looking for a free meal. Well, as he, the way he explained it, as he got closer to the tree. He could hear the coyotes fighting with his dogs. He hurried up to get there, and when he got there, basically his main raccoon dog had taken care of business and basically scared off all the the coyotes. He thought what he heard was his other dog behind another big tree, and when he went around that big tree, he encountered a dog man. The dog man had a coyote in his mouth and the he had the coyote by the coyote's body in his mouth so you can imagine how big this thing would have been if he would have had him around his rib cage in his mouth
0: and hopefully he wore his brown pants that day
2: he said he he said he didn't know what to do yeah I, i mean i and he was 15 year old kid with a 22 rifle on his back
0: that's not got anything no and he mad.
2: said he said it looked at him and he dropped the coyote and the kid ran the kid goes into a lot of detail about this and or the, the kid well the guy now and to listen to this guy there is no doubt in my mind what he encountered that day and what he encountered was gigantic enormous it pursued him on all fours and on two legs and if it wasn't for his dog that Attacked that thing four separate times. He would probably have not got out of there. That dog, and then he tells the story that the dog, that this thing would grab his dog and throw his dog, grab his grab it with a hand, because he explained that it had a hand like thing. It, mm-hmm. It's it's front hand, not a it's, paw, not a yeah. paw. It was like a hand that would it would grab it with one hand and literally just throw it off like it was like a like a chihuahua like nothing
0: yeah
2: throw it six to eight feet at a time that dog saved his life he got to the car back to he said at one point in time he fell this thing was just a couple feet away from him and he was like i'm done and out of nowhere here comes this dog again and this dog he said jumps on him and he said he heard bones break so he said that's when he knew that the dog broke something on this beast
0: Mm
2: -hmm. and that's when that gave him the chance to get away they left the dog they came back. They actually found the dog. The dog actually was tore all up. But the dog survived somehow. Well,
0: oh, good. I, just, I mean, if, if this was a true coon hound, if anybody knows, you know, coon hounds, they're a large dog anyway.
2: He said this was a very, very big dog for a coon dog. He said uh-huh. it was about 150 pounds. So I'm guessing it was probably some sort of mix of some sort. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I mean, the way he told this story, and he's told this story before on other podcasts as well that I've heard. Um, it is the same story. He does not change his story. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can hear it in his voice. There, you
0: you can tell when somebody's...
2: If you know, you yeah, know, as you we go. like to say here. <laughs> if you know, you know.
0: You had to get it in. <laughs>
2: um, and you know when somebody's telling you the truth and when they're not. And this, this was an amazing story. Um. The other one is about the Land Between the Lakes beast. This one, when I heard this one, this is the one that scared the crap out of me. Two guys, two hunters, two police officers. Two guys that are hunted together forever, turkey hunting in Land Between the Lakes. If y'all don't know where Land Between the Lakes is, it's in western Kentucky, western Tennessee. Part of it's in Kentucky. Part of it's in Tennessee. This happened in Tennessee.
0: It's down in the little skinny part of Kentucky.
2: Yep, and this this happened in Tennessee. Weird stuff happens down there. That's the other end of the state where the weird stuff happens. Weird stuff happens down there. So these two gentlemen hunted together forever. Police officers, highly trained police officers, you know, guys that are that's their job is to pay attention to detail. Came across a guy that was. They said during the day that was um camping by himself, doing the same thing they were doing a little bit of hunting, didn't think much about it, talked to him a little bit, went on later on that day, basically, as they were hunting and stuff they were they were um they were paced out, man Twin legs paced out, what kind of a know? something was following them okay, and basically what was following them was multiple dogmen, and basically they were chased to their truck. And this is what scares the crap out of me, is once they cha- got to their truck, jump in the truck, turn the lights on, there's three Bigfoots standing there. Wow. So. Three big, Bigfoot. Bigfoot and Dogmen together.
0: That's now, a, there's a whole
2: lot, Now, I know there's a whole lot I'm not putting in. Listen to Tony's. <laughs> listen to tony's thing and you'll listen you'll hear this guy this guy is uh, it's an amazing encounter he's been on there a couple times to tell different encounters i would love for him to be on ours one time maybe maybe um can reach out he's written a couple books on this as well but the whole thing of this of seeing dogmen and bigfoot together and there was even theories that maybe the bigfoot and the dogmen worked together could the dogmen be the, the dogs for the Bigfoot?
1: That sounds uh, like a
0: movie. You need to write that.
2: I yeah, but I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but you know, is could it be that the dog, you know, just like the dogmen, men, we we have, we all have dogs,
0: right? Makes sense, I guess.
2: I don't know, but that That's scares. A scary the, thought. That yeah. scares me. That scares me to death. If you think about that, there are, those two cryptids together. Basically, looking at each other as well, all in the same spot, and what if they are working together? I mean, we know they're in the same spot we know they're at between the legs.
0: this bigfoot conversation, I know you don't know the answer to this, but do they have to train them <laughs> or you know, just naturally work together? I don't know I'm asking really stupid questions, but it, I don't know. I'm just trying to to envision this relationship
2: but the other hunter that they encountered was killed that night. Oh, really? They said animal attack. Hmm. Um, Now, I'm not saying it was the Bigfoot. I'm not saying it was the dog man. But there's also been reports since then that 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 person was attacked like you would not believe. Now, I know there are bears there. Right. As much as people say there are not, there are cougars there. Yes. As much as people say there are not, there are panthers there as well. We know that right (laughs) we've seen them yeah you've seen i've seen you've seen them mom has seen them Um, my dad
0: has seen them my brother
2: yes as much as people say there are not panthers in kentucky we know there are and we know they're big cats i was in the woods last week i came across a paw print well memorial day weekend i was in the woods memorial day weekend i was um in a piece of property I'm thinking about hunting I was looking for tracks specifically for tracks I had deer tracks raccoon tracks and finally turkey that's what kind of disappointing <laughs> but there was paw prints so it was either some sort of canine or some sort of cat and I couldn't tell which one
0: mm-hmm.
2: so and that was in Western Kentucky so we know that they're there how big it was either a coyote or i think it may have been a bobcat i don't think it was quite big enough to be a a cougar uh huh but it was a canine or it was a it was a right a, a, it wasn't a it wasn't a regular dog because it was big it wasn't a regular feral cat it was too big to be that as well i mean you know me i've spent enough time in the woods i know what i'm looking at right um so being in the woods can be a scary place too that's another show We've that's that another before. show <laughs> Because sometimes you're in the woods and everything gets quiet we know what's there yeah and we know it's an apex predator not to say it's a dog man or anything else but there's some sort of apex predator and everything else in the in the woods knows it.
0: I have another story from Michigan. All right
2: it's here in Michigan because there's weird stuff in Michigan when it comes to this
0: That's right there was a man that was driving to his home in Hickory Corners north of Fort Custer. He saw a six to seven foot tall man-animal, he called it, standing on its hind legs.
2: Man-animal.
0: Man-animal. I like that. Standing on its hind legs. Um, As he came toward it, uh, it crouched down and then dragged himself, commando style, which I'm assuming is on their stomach, um, into a field. And he said it looked like, when it was on the side of the road, he said it looked like a large man laying dead. um, Except for that it had fur. And it was abnormally lanky with sloth-like arms, so can you imagine sloth-like arms with those long fingers and?
2: And it was crawling. It
0: was crawling on its stomach, commando style. Is that what they do when they're like crawling under ropes and all that? Naked, huh? I was thinking naked. Naked commando style, yeah, that works.
2: (laughs) Have you, because I think there's this kind of crossover that some people see. A Bigfoot. Some people see a dog man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Have you ever heard that where they say dog? Uh, um, Bigfoots are known to get down on all fours and move like a spider.
0: No, that would creep me out. Oh yeah. my
2: gosh. Yeah.
0: No thanks. No thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that's been reported several times.
0: Well, I did run across something else too. That they're not just here. That there was a man reported seeing one in Australia, in the outback said that he was kayaking on a river and heard something in the woods. And he could hear it, like, in his mind. You know how we talked about Bigfoot being able to do mind speak? Uh-huh. And it, it was telling him, says, go now or you'll die. So he starts paddling down the river, but he said as this thing came alongside the river from him that every stroke, you know, you get a good paddle going and you can cover some ground or some water in the stroke, it was like a stride of this creature. It was so big.
2: Oh, I was pacing them out. Yeah. Just like the yeah, just yeah. like we talked earlier, it's pacing them out.
0: So that would be kind of creepy too. So
2: Well, you know, they are seen all over the world because you mm-hmm. said Australia. I saw Sweden, Switzerland, you know, England. They're werewolves in England. They're just werewolves.
0: They're in London. Of course yeah. they all knew that was coming. <laughs> Couldn't let you
2: down. <laughs> oh <laughs> Um. But I also came across some interesting stuff about where people believe these things came from as well. Some people believe that the government created, <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I
2: don't mean to laugh, but that's that's kind of a conspiracy theory that I just don't believe in that whatsoever. Um, again, that's the whole conspiracy theory that they were created in a lab and they escaped. I'll Believe that one there. A natural creature. Some people just believe they are natural. There's something there. They are. They have. They're a wolf or a type of creature that has evolved into this giant, you know, beast of a, of a predator um, and somehow have learned to walk on two legs. Maybe. The Nephilim. The what? The Nephilim. Nephilim. Yes. You know what the Nephilim is? There's have never heard th- of a Nephilim. Okay. So, according to the the Bible... The Nephilim are the offspring of the sons of God, who are described as celestial beings. The sons of God can be better understood as angels, or rather, fallen angels. There's a lot of belief that people believe Bigfoots are Nephilims.
0: Hmm.
2: Sorry, I'm in more into this, I know. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed you didn't know what a Nephilim was. I didn't was. know what a Nephilim was. Okay, their job was to serve as watchers of humanity, but instead chose to have. Sexual relations with human women. Their angels slash human offsprings were the giants described in the Bible. That's another episode coming up. We're going to talk about giants because it fascinates me as well. So, they believe that these are part of the Nephilim. There's actually a a, a passage in the Bible that talks about this. So, yeah, that's what some people believe. That there are... That Well, there's actually several. No, I'm looking at this here. But... They believe that, that a lot of people believe that the Sasquatch and, and the Dogmen meet the, the, um, the criteria of a Nephilim or a fallen angel. So mm-hmm. that they are some sort of, which I guess you would mean that they were a, a species that was created and is still here and
0: mm-hmm.
2: was just created by God.
0: So does that mean they're inherently evil? Is there a fallen angel? Kind of going back to our demon episode?
2: Um, I don't know. This one I'm going to have to do a little bit more work on. So, everyone, stay do, tuned. That's yeah. we'll have to do a
0: do an episode on nephilim. Nephilims,
2: yes, because I, I hear this a lot in the in the Bigfoot community. A lot of people believe this. So, so we'll, we'll we'll put that on the back burner for a little bit, and we'll do an episode on the nephilim and giants. So
0: sounds good to me. The weirder, the better, right?
2: All about it. You know, there are a lot of people that um, it seems like right now the dog man is the, I don't know, almost the hot topic when it comes to um, these cryptids. And there's a lot more sightings recently. I don't know really what that means. Um, But as you listen to some of these experts, they, they do see that they've had this increase in them. I don't know. I don't know what that's about.
0: The same with Bigfoot, you know, increasing that too. Because I I saw something. I don't know how true the post was, because you know it's on the internets. Can you believe everything on the the internets? Yeah. But it had a map of the United States that was showing all the Bigfoot sightings, and it was like pretty much everywhere solid, except for the central United States where it's desert. Mm. It was in or the I guess the Great Plains. So maybe that's not a good place because they can't go hide or you know there's no water or whatever. But
2: you know, I it was crazy. One of the things I and I wish I had had left it here on my as I point to my computer, like everyone can see it. Um, <laughs> I found a map earlier that had like the listing of where these dog man sightings were. It really was kind of spread out all over the United States, but there was like a, a, some strange, almost gaps where there wasn't any, like North Dakota, South Dakota. What would that be? Montana, Idaho. Kind of in that area, there was. Well, kind of the north-central. Central, very yeah. north-central. Yeah. Florida? Like, Florida, there was nothing. which it's was just a big sand dune, so. Well, there's... You know, Florida has the...
0: They have the... The, the swamp ape. Skunk ape or whatever. Skunk, skunk ache. ape. Skunk that's
2: it. Swamp ape, skunk ape, yeah.
0: It stinks, whatever it is. That's <laughs> it.
2: I thought that was kind of interesting. That Florida... You know, because we know strange stuff happens in Florida. We've all seen the Florida Man videos. <laughs>
0: the Florida Man animal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed our discussion tonight on Dogmen. We always tell you all, if you have something you'd like to share with us, please do reach out to us. Um, We're on Facebook. You can reach us there at Weirdos in the Wild. You can reach us uh, on our website. Uh, We've got our Instagram up. We've got our Twitter up. Yep. Am I missing something? You can
0: email us at info at weirdosinthewild.com, or you can click on the button on our website and send us a message there. Um, you know, if you have a story to share or a question to ask us, because we're going to work on a and a episode coming up soon. So if you have any questions for us on anything, um, anything weird, metaphysical, ghost hunting, whatever, so... Feel free to send those our way, and we'll get that episode put together soon. We might even invite you to be on the show to ask your question. So,
2: We would love to have your questions. We'd love to have you as a guest on our show if you have a great story to tell us. So, um, Keep that in mind. And, Lynn, you want to take us home?
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone, and keep it weird, y'all. Thank you for joining us at Weirdos in the Wild. Please show us some love and support on our Patreon account at Weirdos in the Wild. Like us on all of our social media. And if you've had an experience you'd like to share with us, visit our site at weirdosinthewild.com.
2: Until next time, keep it weird, y'all.
1: Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky Coal Mining County, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying a notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, Minus reaches for Madison County's past.
0: Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit.